Welcome to Marketing, the podcast that helps you boost your digital marketing strategy with LinkedIn and with a bit of French accent. I'm François, Client Solutions Manager. And I'm Aurélie, Account Director at LinkedIn Marketing Solutions. Our purpose is to initiate discussions around digital marketing, B2B, and LinkedIn to help you align your marketing strategy to your business goals and your audience's needs. We will be joined by special guests, experts, clients, to inspire you, inform you, and help you innovate. So grab pen and paper and let's get started. <laughs> pen and paper? Francois, we're not in the 80s anymore. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, open ChatGPT, ask for a summary of this podcast, and let's get started anyway. Hi everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Marketing. Hi Aurélie, how are you? Hello Francois, I'm fine. We're back to school, back to work. Yeah, and back in the heat. It's quite hot right now in Paris while we are recording this episode. But yeah, yeah <laughs> we are doing fine. Good to be back with a, a new episode. We have shared quite a lot of um, best practices, tips and tricks during the summer around uh, creating great ads uh, on LinkedIn. And in general, we talked about creativity, ABM, quite a, quite a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. We shared a lot of best practices and insights, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> But um, what we want to talk about today is a bit different because we know that doing ads is great um, But... for many reasons. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they usually convey a very corporate, general, formal, practical message. Yes. And there are ways we can do better, right? Yeah, well, in times of economic downturn, uh, according to Edelman, 46% of decision makers say that they are less receptive to sales calls and to marketing outreach, which is normal. I mean, in, econo yeah. in economic downturn, you're less uh, inclined to buy things that you don't absolutely need which is why brands uh, should focus as well on thought leadership and that's what we're going to talk about today Francois yeah and, and I think we both love this topic of thought leadership and there's a, we have quite a, a lot of things to talk about but first I think the best thing to do is to define what we are talking about what is thought leadership yeah so thought what's thought leadership thought leadership refers to content that offers expertise guidance or a unique point of view on a specific topic right and we all know what what that is and we all know that we're very very much interested and engaged when we see like a big executive from a company share a very personal view on a very specific topic or when a specialist or a consultant shares very great valuable insights around a specific topic I mean it's much more engaging than when we're watching a product video or a, a very marketing oriented video right yeah and then can be in many many formats can be uh, uh, like essays videos blog posts can be quite a lot of things we, we see a lot of them on on LinkedIn I think right now like carousel with uh, different slides uh, kind yeah. of PDFs that's that's really great content that 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 can be considered thought leadership. Yeah, right. so the format doesn't really matter. It's no. more who 
posts it and what is said that really has an enormous impact on audiences, even in times of downturn. And so that's why we wanted to, to discuss the topic today, because if you don't have any branding campaigns going on right now, or if you don't have the budget, or if you didn't put enough yeah, efforts and time into very corporate ads, you still have this card that is a very strong yeah. uh, argument, which is thought leadership. And, and, and it can be done by execs, as you mentioned, like, you it know. It can be done, yeah, by, by a lot not of people. Only. Not can only. can be also like champions, partners, experts from your, from your company, uh, clients, external people, like everyone can have their own point yeah. of view and share some expertise, basically. As, yeah, as long as it's a, a real person that people have trust in, faith in, it will have much more impact than a corporate uh, branding or product uh, campaign. So it can also be, yeah, your employees, etc. Yeah, and when you talk about impact, there, there are quite a few numbers that we we took from this report of uh, Edelman that, you're, that, that you mentioned. And the first one that I think is quite interesting is that 90% so 90%, 9 out of 10 uh, decision makers say that referrals from people they know and respect will be effective in influencing their purchase consideration. So it's really high and people listen to the voices of people they trust, people that are pushing interesting content. Basically. Yeah, it makes sense, right? When you think about you and me, we're much more inclined to buy a product that our friend is going to recommend or yeah. that someone we admire is going to recommend versus when we see an ad. So yeah, this 90% figure is, is, is very high and that's why thought leadership is is just great for brands to, to leverage. Another insight that we had from this report is that 61% of decision makers say that an organization's thought leadership can be more efficient than traditional product-oriented marketing. Um, so they, they, they really are conscious of the fact that they are way more engaged and receptive and influenced by thought leadership versus regular ads. Yeah, that's quite a, a big, big number. And I have a last one. Uh, when we talk about numbers, it's 55% uh, of decision makers who say that during an economic downturn, so like we are right now when we are, uh, are recording we? this podcast, I, I think so. Um, <laughs> they say that it's more important than ever for suppliers who do not offer product services that are essential to operations to produce high quality thought leadership if they want to win their business. So 55% say that right now, if you're not like a vital tool for the company, producing great content is, uh, is really important to them. That's how they would consider you to work with you basically uh, if you are having this great content so yeah it's definitely with those numbers i think that we are really yeah showing that how important it is to invest time in creating thought leadership content and yeah to have people from the company taking the um you know their uh, pencil or keyboard to write content and produce we're content. We're not in, in the <laughs> 90s anymore, Francois. <laughs> and not only asking us, G, uh, ChatGPT, to produce the content, but really <laughs> creating content and spending some time in, in, in doing content and doing good content. And there are also, I think we have a few tips around yeah. Yeah, creating great content, thought leadership content. Yes. So a couple of uh, best practices for, for thought leadership ads is that they have to peak uh, your buyer's interests within the first seconds. Uh, or so they move on. 
or they move on. Uh, we know that. We scroll through 90 meters of content every day. So we really need to have content that is going to stop our thumbs and really to pique our interests. Something that is quick and easy to consume and absorb. It also to has to be very quick and easy to consume. I have a, we have, because we work together, Francois, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> we have customers, uh, marketers who create great stuff, but sometimes those ebooks or white papers are 50 pages long. Ooh. And so we know that 56% of buyers file away so they save a thought leadership report they file it away thinking that they're going to come back to revisit the document and to to read it afterwards yeah. but 56 actually I think i'm part of them yeah. i have so many you know saved links in my computer but like you never read them article to watch later and yeah i never come back to yeah. them and i think we all tend to do that yeah because so it's too long you're like those 56 buyers who said that they never come back to to those reports so which is why sometimes we were talk talking about this uh, before francois you and me sometimes a good linkedin post with three sentences is way more impactful than a 50 pages uh, thought leadership report so make it quick make it easily to absorb make it easy to absorb What other tips do we have for thought leadership ads? Yeah, something I, I think which is important is trying to offer provocative ideas that challenge people's assumptions. Yeah. So trying to, you know, I, we talked about picking the, the interest. And I think when you're a bit provocative, you're saying something that not everyone else is, is saying, trying to, you know, push a bit the boundaries. That's what people will stop when they, they're scrolling their feed, that's where they will stop and say, hey, wh wh what's this? And mm -hmm. then they will start to read and engage with your content. So I think that's a, a good thing to keep in mind, trying to, you know, make something that, yeah, people will stop and want to react about. Yes. And when you're posting this, always make sure that you reference strong research, strong supporting data, uh, put some insights behind it, because that will increase your legitimacy. Yeah, and, and maybe the last one is to be, um, you know, offering concrete guidance, um, how to respond to the issue you're, you're putting in your, in your content. So not just putting the problem out there, but explaining how you manage that, how you are doing, how you are uh, doing this. We saw that um, in 2020 when there was the, uh, the COVID hitting all the business. There were lots of great leaders who took the, you know, took their, um, their post, put some post on LinkedIn explaining how they are managing the situation in their company, how they are managing people, how, what, what they are doing. And that's really, you know, giving concrete um, advice on how to do things, because that's what people will remember. And, and that's how you will help them. Yeah, the exactly. And so we were saying that uh, thought leadership uh, reports and thought leadership ideas could be shared by a lot of different people like customers, partners, employees, etc. We have a lot of, of uh, marketers who ask for our advice on how to Um, do employee advocacy because employee advocacy can have a great impact on yes. your brand. But that remains a very difficult uh, topic to manage. How do you tell all your employees to post thought leadership uh, posts and to share insightful ideas about your company and your products? That's very difficult to to manage. And that's why Francois and myself, we would recommend you to focus at first on your execs and on your champions, because those people are already people who know what they're talking about, who are posting on LinkedIn on a regular basis, and who already have yeah a great 
basis of, of, of LinkedIn posts and thoughts that yeah. they've already pushed on LinkedIn. So the only thing that we need to do now is to push them towards the right audiences. And you have your thought leadership reports or thought leadership posts that you can leverage to do branding and to promote your, your company. Yeah, that's actually, uh, we, we have a new format on, on LinkedIn and we wanted to finish with this uh, this opportunity. It's still pretty new. It's the Thought Leaders, uh, Leaders ads. Um, it's It came out, what, in May, April, May, something like that? A couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. and um, but it's still underused, in my opinion. That's like, you know, there's still a lot you can do with them. And basically what you will do is sponsor posts from employees uh, from your company. So uh, as we said, anyone, but we would recommend starting with uh, CEOs, CMOs, and so on. It can be yeah, text, image, videos, as um, already said, you know, the, 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 the content, the, the format doesn't really, uh, really uh, count. What matters is the, the, what, what you put inside. And the, the great thing with those uh, new ads that you can use for branding content, for example, campaigns, for example, is that they are really easy to set up. They're, like. People have already written a post and you just need to push it through campaign manager. So it's really easy to set up and you don't need to go through like an agency work, uh, people doing creatives, uh, building images and so on. Uh, you know, just take the posts and put the budget that you would invest in creating a new new campaign, brand campaign on, uh, on sponsoring them basically. And what we see, uh, it's, uh, it's quite new, but usually we see like six to 12 times more uh, engagement or CTRs than what we see on, on, on corporate campaigns. So quite great performances, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Which is not a surprise. We all no. engage more with uh, messages from real humans and real real people that we admire and who have the legitimacy to, to, to publish this kind of, uh, of thought leadership uh, content. So it it is no surprise and I'm really a big fan of this format because it's like Take all the great posts from your execs, uh, from your champions within your company in the last 12 months. Take a big, big mi microphone and push those contents and those great findings and insights exactly to the audiences that are of matter to you. And this is, I, I mean, this is one of the biggest innovations in the last 12 months for me yeah. on, on LinkedIn. And you should really, really try it out. Most of, uh, of our... Uh, of our um, customers have already tried it out and sometimes uh, yeah if you don't have a specific dedicated marketing budget for this format you can also go towards your salespeople because yeah. this is a dream come true for your sales director <laughs> take take everything your account executives are talking about on linkedin um, take a microphone and 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 push out their messages towards a huge audience base that you will define. This yeah. is amazing. I think the, that no team would ever reject a budget like that. Like when you come and say, hey, if you have budget for me, I will push your voice. Yeah. <laughs> like go to, go to your CEO and say, hey, if you have a bit of, uh, of budget for me, I will take your posts and I will make you more visible on the platform. I, I don't see anyone who says, hey, no, I'm not interested in this. Exactly. Like getting some new followers, <laughs> getting some his voice or her voice heard. I, I think that, yeah, that's a great tool to go and ask for, for budget to new people. Yeah, especially as the um, algorithm on LinkedIn for organic posts has been really, really harsh those last uh, few weeks and months. So it's really difficult to get a lot of likes and views on your post if you don't sponsor it. So yeah, go talk to your sales director and to your sales teams and yeah. ask them 
who has something very interesting to say about your company, about your products and Yeah, we have a client who just made it a few days or weeks ago yeah. and they just pushed a um, yeah, post from account executive and you know it's creating their legitimacy toward clients. When they reach out to clients, clients feel like they already saw them, they know them, even though it was just a LinkedIn post. So yeah, that's a great thing to keep in mind. <laughs> And yeah, I think that's all we had to share about thought leadership. I hope we gave you quite a few best practices, great ideas and things to try out in this uh, last episode of the summer session. Yes, the, so the, the summer rhythm is over, but we will come back uh, very soon with a slightly different format. We will probably interview a lot of very interesting people oh, in yeah. the coming weeks. <laughs> Stay tuned for more to come. And... See you soon on the podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye.